This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Like a young Solarco, whoa, hold the black pages. It's the return of the underdog, shaking up your whack favorites. Fly Virgin and TDK, for that old school flex. You don't see these days in this mate. When we're down at Wembley, we ain't giving up. We want more than the Zenith Data Systems Cup. See the spirit of right and bright is back, son. And Andy Gray, not him, the cool black one. Got a whole new 11 repping now. We even found a way to win the cup. Check it out. We hit you on the break when we hardly ever threaten. Knocking Prem teams out. 25% possession. Possess a couple deadly weapons. Gonna hit them with Gonna Wick them. And if not, man, we got Scott down. Yala and Zaha, left and right wings. Led and Jed rocking beers like Vikings. On the terraces, the real superstars. Don't lie, bruv. Yours don't sing like ours. Now nah, you're feeble. Like your mouth keeps getting dry. We're the Eagles. Out of Southeast 20. You can hear the red and blue roar when we play From the homes they'll roll up to when we wait Fair place for your fans, but they just ain't us We got one big hand on the FA Cup Team play final was a classic. We lost in the replay 26 years later, putting demons to rest. Or should I say, red devils in between your defense? It gets settled. They got one chance. I can see if Giggs puts his boots on and jumps in the time machine. Eagles for the cup. I said nothing wrong. Past Leicester, it's the year of the underdog. Alan Pardew and Keith Miller will guide us to deliver well like a corner from Kabai, bro. Passion like punching. Your team ain't like us. What players you got to score and then cry, huh? Them blue in the stands, now we don't play Make a way game sound like it's our home game Two wingers light them up with a burst of speed And get Wembley rocking like Freddie Mercury 
did in 86 Can't forget Suarez Making moves from left back The base is quick And from a set piece We're lethal Got your goalkeeper flapping like Pete if we need to beat you in the late one I count down till the day comes Peace to your fans, but they just ain't us We got one big hand on the FA Cup Now let's go Welcome to Homesdale Radio's FA Cup Final Preview Special. That was Doc Brown and Verb T with Glad All Over Again. I am Chris Ambling, and uh, this is not a show that I would think, thought would have thought we would have been doing this season. An FA Cup Final Preview. <sighs> Impressive stuff. We're at Sellers Park tonight in the Wright and Bright Lounge to preview one of the biggest matches in Crystal Palace history. With me to do that, we have Nick Gillard. Hello. Mr. Joe Holyoke. Hello. We have Thomas Fancit. Hello. And producer Mikey's in the background. That, that was not producer Mikey. So uh, coming up, we'll be looking ahead to the game, discussing both teams, the impact of form, the likely lineups, injuries, and so on. We'll also talk about the effect of Man United's much-publicised match-abandonment and what that could mean for the final. Uh, we'd also w- like to welcome Jim Connolly from Radio 1's Newsbeat, who is down here with us today to taste the vibe. <laughs> Hi Jim. Hello. <laughs> and uh, we'll have a chat with him a little bit later on about uh, what he thinks about Man United's chances and various other things as well. Isn't it the vibe tastes like chicken? That was Nick's first uh, confusing pun of the evening. <laughs> I don't really know what it means. Um, yeah. So right, we'll get that in the edit. Like, you know, edit you, edit you telling Nick how microphones work. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Um, let's start a little bit. Let's just, just let's just have a lovely little chat about well, the fact that we're actually here. We're actually talking about an FA Cup final. Um, but not only that, we're talking about the fact that uh, it's 26 years ago. We had the exact same opposition. Um, back then, they had replays, didn't they, Nick? They did have replays. They did. My my, my poor ex-wife queued up for 16 hours for my replays. <laughs> and what a waste of time that was. <laughs> So she queued up for you or with you? Yeah, I had to go to work, so she went up for me. She loved me then. <laughs> was, that, was that one of the things that was put in the, the divorce proceedings? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she queued up next to jail. <laughs> but um, obviously... You, uh, Ran off with you. <laughs> thing I've, I've said before in this show that the, that particular period of time was where my, my palace obsession began. I mean, I began with the semi-final, and, um, and I had the, the high of that, and I quickly got the low of, of losing in the final. Uh, and little did I know just how um, bad things can get, but but, um, but it was just it was a magical time to be a Palace fan, and, and we're here again. What do we think of this team compared to to the team in 1990? Lots of parallels. I think they're, they're beginning to kind of play in the same way with the ball down the wings, where you had Goldrick and um, Salaka. Salaka. Um, you've now got Wilf and uh, Balassi. Um, you've got good centre midfield you know we could put Jedi's um, in 10 
as being similar to Jeff Thomas, although mm. I think Jeff Thomas was a bit classier. Yeah. We, see, we seem to be playing the same kind of get the ball up the pitch as quickly as possible if we'll yard our own form. Yeah, I mean, it's quite difficult, isn't it? Because you look back, say, it's 26 years since we've last been in a cup final, and you look back and those players are firmly cemented into our, our club's history. I mean, most of them, are, a lot of them are in the centenary 11. Mm. Um, they are, they've been crucial to the, the biggest moments in this club's history. So I guess it will only be in a few years' time we can actually look back and really just judge whether they're of a similar talent. But right now, they certainly, uh, they certainly feel that way. They've helped us achieve mm. something we haven't done in a long time, you know, four years consecutively in the I Premier League. I think the real test is where we finish in the league next season because the, the right and bright team did finish third. It did, yeah. Season. I was saying, um, saying yesterday that I think we've mimicked so much about the, the way that, that we got to the final last time um, and, and Pardew's gone out and said he's, he's deliberately targeted um, getting Steve Coppel in to talk to the players and remind them what it was like. He's gone out and he's got... Um, Cool. Was, he, was he deliberately finishing 15th as well and that's why yeah. we had that bad run exactly yeah that's that, that <laughs> yeah. the plan it's all entirely deliberate I mean no one, no one goes on that bad run of form right out of nowhere for no reason it was all planned and um, we didn't deliberately lose 9-0 to Liverpool though so that's one thing he failed um, but no look it was it was uh, it, it's uncanny some of the things that have come together for it and um you know, he, he took them away on a break, didn't he, to Spain, just to sort of mimic the kind of preparation that had gone on before. I don't think they went to Spain, but he went to Margate, knowing <laughs> Ron knows his pockets. But <laughs> we still get our players from there, don't we? We do, yeah, yeah. I mean, but, you know, this has brought back a lot of nostalgia, and, and who better to talk to about nostalgia than Joe? You exist in a permanent state of nostalgia. <laughs> well, I think Nick, more than me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm looking down the, the list of players that started in the, in the final. All English. Go- well, they yeah, are yeah, the, yeah. The, 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 the last all English team in a, in a final mm. that's quite sad that really. an indictment 20. of that the English football is gone yeah I mean we had a lot of excitement out of bringing in uh, overseas talent but to the detriment of our game and now obviously we've talked loads about how the, the FA are trying to address that with EPPP PPP lots of P's and all that kind of stuff and it doesn't really seem to have happened although See if you look at Hodgson's results, he's getting good results for, for the England team. But uh, looking at that lineup, um, you know I, I'll go through it. Super Al, of course, starting in there. But I mean the keeper, the keeper is a big one for me. If we talk about what we, about then and now, you know, all season we've had debates over who's the right goalkeeper to play in the league. It seems little doubt that Wayne Hennessy will be the goalkeeper in the cup. But when you compare you compare Wayne Hennessy to Nigel Martin. <laughs> Yeah, you can't. Well, you can't. Yeah. You can't compare him at all. Martin was probably the best. It probably is the best shot stopper that I've that I've seen. Mm. You know, not just in a Palace shirt, but in an English shirt. He was, he was, you know, the the, the keeper of his generation. I think that we've always had decent keepers in in, in England. And it, sadly, you know, we had two or three or four at the same time. Mm. You know, it was uh, yeah, the Clements yeah. and Shilton type thing. You could. You could have had either or, yeah. But you could have had either or. So, but yeah, um, I, 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 you can't compare Martin to, to Hennessy. I'm afraid at all in, in, in any way, yeah. because he just was the complete goalkeeper. I think for me, he was a brilliant keeper. And we, we plucked him from nowhere, didn't we? Was it St. Blasey? Well, it's Bristol Rovers. Bristol Rovers yeah. for a million quid. Yeah, 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 Bristol Rovers for That's a million right, yeah. back in the day. Yeah. We loved paying a million for players, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, very good. Uh, was, so I, I think, you know, personally, that's probably an area where we're slightly weaker. But um, you start, that said, 
Mm. I was upset about the demise of Perry Suckling around that time because he, he, <laughs> he was a brilliant penalty saver. He was, he was, he was a, good, a good keeper. It's an example of one game destroying a, a, a player, just yeah. absolutely. He never recovered from yeah. from from the nine Yeah, but I, I was there, that, and that was just that was just a, a culmination of, of of loads of things. Being John Aldridge, it was his last game for Liverpool. They brought him on to take the penalty at six 0 I think. Yeah. Um, and then he, you know, chucked his boots into the cup after. Steve McMahon probably playing the best football he's ever played. So you had a lot of players at the, the, the height of their. And I think they only had ten or eleven chances that night. Scored scored nine goals. Yeah. And of course at nil nil we hit the post. And at six nil we, Jeff Thomas nearly hit us in the, at the back of the stand <laughs> with the ball from a penalty. So um, that could have been the comeback. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I mean, in that side, Jeff Thomas was was the heartbeat in midfield, and you compared Melee Yednak to him. Um, do we think Melee's going to start? I mean, I suppose with Ledley out, is a good, there's a strong chance, isn't there? Would, would you pick him against Man United? Yeah, I, I would. It depends. Is Fellaini is Fellaini banned or is he playing? He's playing. He's, he's playing. playing. So I would I would put Jednak in with Fellaini because you know they both they both fall elbows. They. You know they they both love a header. I think they're very much the same player, but I think that you know with Jetlinak, he's not. He can intimidate him. I think he'll. You know, I think we have to play him. Mm. That that would be me. But him, him and MacArthur. Quite worry would be um, Jetlinak's beard and um, Fellaini's hair, hair. Like Velcro. Not <laughs> 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 be able to separate. <laughs> Well, it's a strange one, isn't it? I mean, right at the beginning of the season, we were looking at Milo Jednak and saying, yeah, he's been a great servant of the club, but, you know... Yeah, of, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, the game's still gone past yeah. him. You know, there's a lot of people who wouldn't have been the most upset in the world if he had moved on in the summer. And now, you know, we're sitting here at the end of the season and he's... Now he's become an integral part of the team again. Exactly. Yeah, he is a strange one. He is, All because of whole radio. <laughs> we, we started the anti Jedi thing, didn't we? You, you started, well, you did. Yeah, yeah you did. <laughs> you agreed with me? Yeah, no, I did because he was he wasn't playing very well. But I think I think you know he's he got his chance to come back, and he you know yeah. he's, he's got he's gradually got better and better, which is what you need. You know, we have. A, a, I mean, I don't know about what happened. You know, Sunday was a was a strange one, but. You know, he, he seems to have solidified the midfield again, and now we've got MacArthur back, which is you need the energy around him. Yeah. So, and someone that can pass the ball properly, I think. Mm-hmm. I, I think he'll, he'll, you know, if he doesn't start, he, I'll hope he starts. Well, he's, he's hit a run of form, hasn't he? Yeah. We, I'm sure we'll come on to it later, and we've got a couple of other players that seem to be hitting a rich vein at the right time. Mm, definitely. Um, the only other thing I want to draw attention to um, is that back in in '90 we had we had Ian Wright to come off the bench. And obviously, he was, if he had been fully fit, he'd have started the game. But we've got Dwight Cowell. That's come exactly off the bench. that's exactly the question. Yeah. It, was, it was said again. I said this last night, but I can't even remember who who actually said it. But I think it might have been Mark Bright in an interview, something like that. That they had that we had Gale to do what Wright did. Are you expecting Gale to be on the bench to come off and, and maybe make a similar impact, or would you start him? Uh, oh, it's a tough one. It's a real. I mean, I, I, I think I'd like him to start four five one. Mm. I think yeah, I think you got to start Wickham. I'd like him to go four five one. Yeah, it's it's a tough one. It really is. I, I think I, I think to be honest, I think they've only got. And this is this is just it's going to sound silly. I think they've only got three players that will really. I think Rashford. I think I just think our defenders will grab hold of him. 
they'll grab hold of him because he, he he's not he's he's still innocent enough to not launch himself on the floor. Mm. You know, he's, he's, not, he's not experienced enough to be throwing himself everywhere. He, he'll want to stay up and, and and get up, which is good. So when Delaney and Dan get hold of him, he, you know, I, I think. Uh, I think they'll sort him out. That that right there is the moment you just cost us a penalty against us. Yeah, probably. Yeah, cheers, <laughs> well, it's it's it's, uh, it's what's his face? Isn't it? It's it's Clattenburg. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, there's a yeah. I mean, he's in a bit of a quandary, isn't he? Because he's a he's a Geordie. Mm. So I mean, who does he hate more, <laughs> Man United or um, Bargeon? It's an interesting. It's close. It's close. Yeah. <laughs> it's an in, it's another of the interesting subplots in this game. Obviously, we have got the Zaha subplot we'll talk about, but oh, but yeah. the Clattenburg subplot of. Up until, but the last two games he's reft us. We've, I mean, we've got a, is it a win and a draw? And I think he's been yeah, one argue, win, one draw. Yeah, arguably fate after us never getting a point yeah. from the game from lead refereed. I think arguably, certainly in the in the game we won. Who was it against? Norwich, Norwich. Yeah, he, you could argue that. Well, you know, if you just keep shouting and allow to shout, eventually yeah. you get what you want. So I, I'm probably going to be complete, proved completely wrong here. But mm. was he also the referee at Brighton when Zaha put two two in? I think he was. I think it was the referee yeah, that day. I think you're right. So, you know, we have had some results from him. You're not, not, obviously, the bad ones stick out more than the good ones. But Yeah, uh, I mean, he's the only referee of his own charm, isn't he? Yeah. So, that's yeah. It. <laughs> not, that not a good sign. If a, and, it, and it was our fans that made up that yeah, charm yeah. for him, so, which is now sung all over the country about mm. him. So. But it's, uh, that, you know, that's, that's one of the subplots. So, hopefully, nothing really telling. Uh, but the, the, the Gale and, um, and Wright scenario is. is Definitely, you know, they're both quick, both left and right footed, both have a decent touch, you know, and and will and will. I remember right scoring near post headers, which is what Gal does. So I'm excited that Gal's, you know, he's signed that new deal, isn't he? Is he yes, yeah, new yeah, deal? Yeah, yeah. I'm excited for him. I think I think they really could, you know, next year will be a good year for him. Yeah, he looks a bit happier as well when he's in and about the squad. Um, when he's playing, I think he looks a bit happier, yeah, doesn't he? Yeah. So and he, you know, I know he's missed a lot this this year through. For injury, and I people were saying, you know, he wasn't getting hit, but he was injured. He had yeah, quite a, quite a serious injury, um, but we discussed that on previous shows. But if you listen to the management, I think the injury could, in some ways, have been the best thing for him. I mean, he's gone away, he's got stronger, he's used it to his advantage to improve things physically about him that he's in control of. He's so, bigger. He's definitely yeah. physically bigger. Definitely looks stronger, more. Yeah, and it doesn't look like he's um, he's interfered with his with his pace either. Not by the way that he, you know, that immediate. Uh, when he picked the ball up and just and launched himself straight at the Stoke defence within yeah. a minute of, of getting it, so oh, that, that was great to see. Yeah, yeah that was. I'd see a bit more of that. Yeah, well, and we, we, we've talked for, you, for ever since he signed, really, that everyone wants him to run in behind the defence, but he's mm. better with the ball at his feet and running onto and onto defences that way. And um, um, actually, he's, he's, he's brilliant at winning headers. Yeah, as I said yeah, last yeah, night, yeah. when him and Adebayo were, were up front, it was Gale winning the headers. Adebayo. Do you want Adebayo to start? Well, let's uh, let's talk about that. I mean, let's let's run through run through our expected team. Um, so I think we're all in agreement. Hennessy's going to play, isn't he? Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, if Jules had a chance, I think the first goal against Southampton probably probably put that to bed. Um, and I don't think anyone's clamouring for McCarthy other than Lucy is clamouring for McCarthy to start. That would be that would be a podgy masterstroke, wouldn't would. it? To switch would it? switch yeah. to McCarthy. I would do. You'd have McCarthy. Over I would do. I, I think he's he can't. He's, he's had his confidence destroyed listen he's, a, he's an England keeper he's an up and coming keeper everyone was you know there were a lot of teams that were looking at him and we just plucked up the balls to, to spend a bit of money on him you know and, and, and put him away from QBR well Man United were no nonsense in the original final back in 90 were they Cause was it Leighton James was there uh, no, it was no, Jim Leighton Jim Leighton 
was absolutely rubbish. And they got a player in on loan, Les Seeley, yeah. who came in between because the replay was the same. Well, they blamed him. They, yeah, but they actually blamed Les Seeley for not for not winning that game. Yeah. Jim uh, no, sorry, Jim Layton. They, they actually blamed him for not winning that game. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. was a cracking keeper. Sadly, yeah. died didn't he? Oh, like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. what said that? But yeah, it was pro- he was one of the major factors in that in the replay going the way it did. Um, it's a shame there won't be a replay if it's a draw. It's, well, yeah. it's the tradition disappearing again, isn't it? Mm. I wouldn't want to have to go back. I don't afford my, it. Don't think my current misses was four, four trips to Wembley in a year. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a little bit um, of a if we win. And we've got Leicester, mm. haven't we? None, yeah. None's quite matched up to the Mercantile Credit Tournament, though. <laughs> That's fine. I have to Google that later. Um, is it fair, is fair to say that the back four picks itself? Pretty much. Anyone? No Pretty one's much. advocated a change. We can't, we can't be changing for the final. But you, nothing would surprise me with apology, but I can't see us changing anything for the final. Mm. Where, I mean, he's, Suarez is either, he's either the, like a chicken with no head or, absolute, <laughs> or absolutely brilliant, but our yeah. service, our best service this year, our best, best crosses have actually come from him. Yeah, yeah. So, And if he, if he plays more like a wing-back instead of a, a defensive left-back... You know, if he if he has if he has more intent, then I think we can hugely trouble them. Him and him and Yala teaming together without them. We've actually discussed him going into midfield. Oh, I was just as you saying, yeah, we have discussed him all year. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, when we're when we're on the front foot, when we're taking the taking charge of the game going forward, he's a great player. Which it's when he's actually doing defending, which is a weird thing to say for a fullback. You know, that he's he can be caught out. So, I mean, a lot as long as we're sort of you know going with the initiative. He's going to be. He's going to be a good. Well, I think. Um, I think he's he's coming on really well defensively as well. Though. I think he's improved massively from the player that we signed to where he is now. Oh, absolutely. I think. I think he's got used to the pace of the, of the you know the players he's up against. Um, I've got a lot of time for Suarez, but he can, as, as Joe was indicating, he can have horrible, horrible games at times where he doesn't seem he to can, know he where he's playing. He can look like a maniac sometimes when he dives in. Yeah. You know, you know I can I can see that. <laughs> yeah. So what about central midfield then? We were talking about, we were, we were all saying Jedinak would start. So we've got MacArthur, Kabai, Jedinak. Jordan Much, anyone? Anyone? Well, be a, he's he can a, be a flag bearer. I hope, he, I hope he's a, on the bench at minimum. Do you? Yeah, I do, yeah. Yeah, I really do. I think he's, he's, got, he's got pace and he has, you know, that, on that, from that left side. For the, for the second, you know, if, if he's a sub in the second half, I think him and... Him and Yala could definitely do some damage. All right, I thought you meant like if he'd what, like he'd won a competition to be on the bench. <laughs> you are horrible to him. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what? We're going to come and get him on. I'm going to do my utmost to try and get him on the show. I'll give, I'll give him a hug and tell him it's all right. <laughs> yeah, of course. Right. If he bangs the winner, in, what are you going to do, Chris? If he bangs the winner, or not? I'll celebrate. I'll shake him by the hand. Yeah. Then still want us to get someone much better in. That was not a pun on much. That was just to clarify on that one. Um, so we think in a, a, a midfield three of of, of Jedinak, Kabai, and MacArthur. Yeah, but but obviously with with uh, with Kabai taking the more you know five four one. So you're sitting on four one, you know four one four one. If we're going to play that, because because he does sit in front of yeah, the defence. Yeah. He sort of he, he almost plays like a like a forward sweep, like an attacking sweep. So it's a really strange deep, deep lying playmaker. If yeah, you want to play a uh, uh, football manager, well he well he <laughs> means. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Got a chance because it's a massive pitch and he has got a chance to show off his passing. Yeah. So, uh, so what the, the 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 selection over Balassi is an interesting one because I think obviously we're now going to say two wingers. Is not gonna, you're not going to pick Sacco. Uh, Kai Kai's cup tied. So you know, and, and he wouldn't wouldn't pick him either over those two anyway. So it's got to be Wilf and Yannick. But I'd pick every, Kai Kai over over Sacco it, every oh yeah, yeah, yeah. single day of the week. Yeah. Every day. I mean, it's a strange one for me. Mm. It's a strange. We, Chris, you know, we see we see Kai Kai come down here and walk past City defenders yeah. when they. Do you remember when Torre come back as a roundabout? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> and he terrorised him. He was 16. And he terrorised some really good international players. Mm. Some really good international players from their squad. And I never, I never, I never, I know you've got to send him out and get experience, but you get any experience now. I know that because, of, because he, you know, he's, he's under 21 thing. Most of these teams are, are, you know, they're squad players. They're in the 25 of every yeah. squad. I, I don't understand this about you not getting experience. They're playing almost against, you know, when it comes to City, they could probably put a Premier League team out every single time when they played around the 21s or 25s or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I think he's had the experience. Get, getting I, him in the first team, I mean, look at, look at Rashford, Man United, he, he's come in because of injuries. But it's every kid. They don't, have the, yeah. they don't have the nervousness. They just want to get on with it and play. I think Kaikai would, would have been huge for us. You know, I, 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 I like the fact that he's gone, got, gone out and played at Shrewsbury and actually had a club that's basically hero worship him for what he's done out there. Well, we've done that with a couple of players now. We've got uh, who's, who's in Boateng, the Boateng is playing at Wembley in the final. Yeah, yeah. We've been the far goal, and that's yeah. fantastic. So there's no way you can turn around and say next year that when he comes back, that he hasn't had experience because he would have played at Wembley and played in a playoff. You don't get any more nervous than going to the playoffs and then playing in a playoff final. It's, you know, it's practically it's, it's the biggest thing that's ever happened to him. But mm. I can't wait for him to come back because I'll see him as a, as the as a natural successor to to Kabai and Jedinek. I really do. Yeah, I hope so. I hope because, so. Well, because both of those, you know, I mean, Kabai's twenty nine, going to be thirty next season. Jedi probably is going to have his last season. Have we extended his contract? Have we given him that? I don't know. I don't think so. Don't, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So he, he could be he could be off anyway. So you mean have you mean have him a year there? Is like right, let's contract run out maybe and have him as a sort of the old heads teaching the youngster. Or? I don't know. I mean, we, we love to give people a year's extension as a thank you, don't we? Let him have another you know whether it's 40, 50, 60 grand a week or whatever. About eight years if it's Paddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but yeah, I, 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 I mean, I, I, the way that he's, his form is at the moment, it, I wouldn't object to Jed the next day in another year. Mm. You know, so yeah, be, be good. All right, so um, I think we were saying that we would go Balassi one wing, Zaha the other. And I'm guessing Wickham up front. Anyone different on that? If, if we fit, if we're going to play that system. Now, I don't think we will play that system. I think we'll play the same way we have been which is Balassi becomes this sort of floating striker and no one really understands what the formation is. Because Pards is going to play puncture. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I don't understand that. It's the biggest pitch that they will play on this year, by far. And, 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 we, and if he pulls 
Yala are off the wing, mm. which is completely we need. Our, 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 our strength is width. Yeah, completely. We need our players to not move within five yards of those of the, of the sidelines at all. The whole the whole game. I'd say we the, need them to cross the ball. That's all we need to do. One so straight cross. We're going to have we're going to have exactly as you say. Jadonak will come out of that team when, when he picks it uh, on, on Saturday, and it will be Punchin that comes in. Punch will be drifting wide. And uh, Balassi will be sort of the, the player in behind Wickham. But Punchin will have the space to, to, to drift about, which he doesn't get, you know, at most games. People are on him, yeah. but it, you know, if he uses his head and, and plays the space, then he'll do all right. But um, let's let's focus on on one of the, the big moments, the big sort of, as I called it earlier, the, the Zaha subplot. I've got some uh, comments from from Pardew from the Telegraph on that. On Wilf, and he says, if anyone want to prove themselves on the day, it will be Wilf. He's very much aware he's playing against a club that's rejected him, and I've said to him before, what are you going to do about it? And uh, he said, when you don't get opportunities at a football club, all you can do is play the best you can play. He can't do any more. Uh, he's a really good professional in terms of the way he conducts himself on the training ground. We've actually have to uh, call him off. He wants to train more on occasions. We have to try and rest him for big games. Sometimes you have to hold him back a little. So I mean, that gives you all the clues you need to know about this injury that Will's had. It's not really been. He well, didn't play in the league game, did he? No, 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 which is good. But he might, he might have, might have a slight strain, whatever. But he's trained fully, from what I understand. He's been held back for this game. It's psychological, isn't it? He's just building him up, holding him back, so he's raring to go for the kickoff on a Saturday. He needs to be careful, though. We all know that with the, you know if they go. I, I think they'll go after him. I really do think they'll go after him. I think. Fellaini will try and go after him, which is why I think we need Jedinak on there as a bit of protection for him. Yeah, but uh, there will be a couple of players going after him for every for every reason. The fans will go, their fans will go after him. You know, there's this, this like you say, the subplot is fantastic, which is why they go after him. You know, Yala needs to to do it. If they both, you know, Wilf Wilf will take a lot of pressure off our players, without a doubt. Hope, hopefully, they they will rise to the occasion, and we mm. won't get the the Balassi we've seen where he's. He's not really shot. He won't do. He won't do. He's had experience in the um, African Cup of Nations playing. In, in yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. It's, it's not like it's not like they, 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 we, you know, we've got inexperienced players. I mean, you know, MacArthur plays for Scotland. He's, he's, he he's just, won a cup. He's got a cup final. Well, that's, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah, we can. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I, I, you know, we've we've got experience. Jed and X play football over the world. It's, there's no. You know, Hennessy. I mean, he's you know he's playing at European Championships and. You know, he's, he's the, the eighth place for the eighth best team in the world, isn't he, or whatever it is. So yeah. He's pretending to be at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, no anti-Welsh sentiment. Johnny Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. um, one last little thing on um, on this then. The, the route to the final, the, I've had a look at um, both teams. Man United played Sheffield United, then Derby County, then Shrewsbury Town, and then it was West Ham and Everton. So that's... As run as runs go, that's not that's not too tough, is it? Well, the West Ham one was tough. That was that was yeah, that's that was the one I didn't think that was going to come through. Then to the replay, yeah. When so Payet wants to play, then he'll play, yeah. and he didn't play that. Game I mean, they scraped through that first leg, the first re- attempt to, to the replay, it just didn't they? I mean, was it ninety yeah. fifth minute equalizer or something? So yeah. it's all about the fine margins in the cup. Yeah, but it is. It's but exactly. will they will they be feeling like their names on the cup with the way they with the way they did Everton as well in the last possible moment? Nah, it was just a. No. That's just Everton being Everton. They've been absolutely crap, you know, since Christmas. <laughs> yeah. They've been really poor. And I think if you run at them, you know, we're, we're the only team that didn't really run at them. I was at the game, you know, here a few weeks back, 
and we should have you know we should have we should have smashed them we should have smashed them easily like every other team we're smashing them um, well, have, have it and you know Martinez has gone from there and he's gone for a reason so yeah, you know we can't exactly. really big up Man, Man United <coughs> no, but it was a good finish no doubt about it yeah. and that, the one touch around the, around the area but I, you know the, the, you, you saw the backs were almost standing next to each other left a massive gap for Marshall to run into that's what we need to you know mm. that's been, that's been our, our thing this season where our yeah. centre backs have actually been too far apart where people have been getting in between them so it might not be a bad thing but I'd be yeah. pleased to see Dan and Delaney back together again. Yeah, we've had Barry Upper and uh, yeah. Delaney yesterday. There. I, mean, I, I worry about the lack of pace in our back line and, mm. and Anthony Marshall. That's, yeah, but we've that's had that the whole season, haven't yeah. we? And we're up yeah. against some top, top strikers. I mean, you know, you, you only have to have Costa and, you know, Costa's better than... I know everyone hates him, but Costa's better than Marshall. Uh, than, not maybe better than Marshall. Time but he's definitely... Yeah, he's different types of players. Yeah, but we've, we've managed to... You know, we've not been slaughtered this year. Mm. Well, sadly. Sadly, we did, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, that's a, that's yeah. a foot off the gas completely. Yeah, we're safe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but that was just, yeah, and what? Once, thanks, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but back to your original question, Chris. Mm. I mean, it's like, do they think they've already got their name written on the cup? I mean, yeah, they can think that way they like. I'd, I want them to be so confident walking into this game. We play our best when our backs against the wall when people write us off. So, yeah, I'd rather we went in as the underdog and prove a few people wrong, bloody some noses on the way. Mm. Good stuff, Tom. What do you think about our running then? Uh, our running or our route to the cup? It's been tough. Can't say we haven't earned it. Only, only Reading play, we played who were outside the Premier League. Who and that was lost, probably our hardest game. We've lost an <laughs> FA Cup tie at home for four years. Mm. And um, obviously, only won by a single goal in all the other games. But I mean, the, the, the first game, the Southampton game, was a big one. And, and you know, they played a decent team. Yeah. At that time, they weren't perhaps in the greatest of form, but then we we went on and, and beat Stoke, who again weren't fantastic at the time. But but it was the Spurs and, and the, the Spurs game was a, was a real shock, and the, and the fact that it was Martin Kelly who got, who got the winner drilling yeah. in the shot of the near post. See, that's when I talk about you know is the, is your name on the cup when Martin Kelly runs down the right wing and smashes one in and it's from inside the penalty area it's when Matthew Kelly does yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's when you're asleep and you're having a weird dream Nick. Yes. That's, yeah. yeah let's not have that um, but, but yeah those are the sort of things that make me wonder you know make me, make me a little bit more confident in my natural pessimism <laughs> this, this run uh, to the cup has been a lot harder than in 1990 yeah. playing Cambridge Rock, I seem to remember just getting past Rochdale 1-0 but yeah. it's still another thing I mean, you say, yeah, we've, we've only won the games by one goal, most all of them, but uh, most of them. But, you know, we've had a lot of clean sheets in there. And that, that proves as well, you know, if we're not conceding goals, then you only need to score one. So, yeah. Got something you'd like to get off your chest? Tweet us now at Whole Radio. So, Jim, the Man United fan, the words yeah. for the BBC. Yeah. It is completely impartial. Yeah, just, um, have you got a set disclaimer, Jim? A set disclaimer that when I'm at work, yeah. I'm 100% neutral on any topic that I do. Any topic. When I'm away from work, and if I've had a beer, I'm less neutral. <laughs> okay, good Where have you been today, Jim? I've been to Old Trafford. <laughs> <laughs> but it should be pointed out that that was because of the uh, slightly farcical uh, security arrangements at the ground was one of the reasons, and it was also to interview another young fan for a piece that I'm making to go alongside Tom. But... Um, yeah, I'm slightly worried having listened to you guys. It's all right. It will be gentle. Joe, no, it's, it's more the it's more the discussion the of your team and thinking about my team's mm. weaknesses. But anyway, well, what's it what's it been like for you this season? Because obviously, Van, yeah, he's Van Van Hal or 
Beaker from the Muppets, as he's also known. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's had, you know, he's had a fair bit of stick from United fans. Are you, are you someone who wants rid? Yes, but caveated by the fact that I think he's, I think he's clearly sort of losing it tactically. But the, there's something brilliantly mad about him that is just completely endearing. And <laughs> if he could have coupled that with a bit better performances on the pitch I think United fans would have got behind him because he's so mad and some of the stuff he says is so crazy that it's like well that, that's the personality that we needed when we got Moyes in because actually that was Moyes' problem that he didn't have that personality to kind of pull through at the club he's sort of, he's you sort of, like Ian Holloway I was going to say he reminds me of like, <laughs> yeah. a, like if Ian Holloway was like a, a Dutch serial killer yeah. sort of like that there's um, just so many great comments off him over the yeah. season so. was he the one that threw himself to the ground once? yeah he was yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. He's just. I, I, I think the other, the, the, the thing about Man United is, is obviously Rooney is he's so out of form when he's playing, yeah. when he's been playing. I mean, he's been injured and he's so out of form. I mean, just. I, I mean, what's he going to be defensive midfield next year before he decides to go to China for a million a week or whatever? I was saying this the other day. It's, well, it's my dad and he was. I was having this chat with my dad and I, he's like, oh, he played well the other night. Rooney in that game the other day was absolutely shocking. He couldn't find a pass the whole game and you think well why are we we will persist with him and when he will he'll start and he'll start for England and he shouldn't start for England in my opinion and he's just he's not there when you look at the talent that we've got coming through because yeah. there is some brilliant players coming through at United and if you could have put them in with some better signings actually you've got the making of a really good team but Rooney's not part of that for me but then a lot of United fans would tell you otherwise I think so you're saying earlier that uh, Marshall's probably your, your man to watch would you say yeah I think so I mean because he when he gets the ball, I don't think there's any defender in the world that would want him running at him. He's so scary to see when he runs with you. It's like watching Henri, but a bigger, scarier Henri, I think, in a way, because he's got a bigger build, and he's potentially and he'll be even bigger in a few years' time. I think he's class, but I think United's problem is keeping him, because I think, actually, without being in the Champions League, I think they're going to struggle to keep older players, which is oh, crazy. It's Europa, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Thursday night, Channel 5. I, um, yeah, I, I, I mean, for me... But You're allowed to say Channel 5. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was in a disparaging fashion. Oh, okay, okay, right? okay. yeah. I think uh, I think matter. It, 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 there's not, you know, the, the, the indictment of, of, of a Palace fan turning around to a United fan and saying, if you can ever say how many players would I want from that Man United side to come and play for us if we could afford to buy them, it would only there'd only be three, I think. But matter would definitely be oh, one yeah, of them. Yeah. And, and, and matter with space worries me. And he loves to score against us. I think his last two or three games he's scored yeah. against us and we do give him he, he, you know he's, he's deceptive because he's, he has that short back left really decent shot and if he gets a chance to use that left foot we, I think you know we'll, we'll be he's in a, trouble he's also good at he, he's kind of one of those guys that he doesn't always stand out but he's amazing at just dropping out of the game yeah. and everyone switches off to him and then he'll play that well, he's got good pass he's got great vision and that's, yeah. and that's what I like and that's what I think we have been missing is, is someone with with, with you know, with vision, so we can have him next year when we get Mourinho. Oh, so. <laughs> when Mourinho yeah. comes in and gets rid of him, yeah, yeah, yeah we'll get rid of him. Yeah, of course he will. Do, yeah, because he doesn't yeah. rate him because he doesn't work. But actually, weirdly, when you're watching this season, he's worked harder than he has done. Yeah, I think so. so. I think, I think it was that warm-up season, wasn't it for him? Yeah, we were talking earlier about um, about how much how this this means more to a Palace fan. Yeah. If, if Man United win the game, then it's brilliant. We've won a cup, but it still wasn't good enough in the league. If Palace win it, it's just the best thing, greatest thing we've ever done. If I gave you a choice now, genuinely, is you know, win the cup and keep Van Hal, or lose the cup and lose Van Hal, what would you choose? That's tough. I don't know. I, I do. I, I desperately want to see the back of him in, on the pitch. 
and I, th- I know loads of United fans who would have said would do anything like watch his tank out of everything to get rid of Van Gaal because he's just been so poor but you don't want to not win anything do you that's the weird thing about it but I think the biggest the, this is this kind of goes back to the thing I was saying before about what it means for each club for United not getting that fourth place is the biggest failure of the season if we don't win the FA Cup it'll be bad but not getting fourth place is a disaster because you can't bring the players in but for you guys I get it. It means everything, and it, it means, means everything because we've got pictures up on that wall over there, and it means you can put other pictures up on that wall, and that not just with that little <laughs> bit of space. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> but it's Europe. That's that's what it, yeah. it, you know. It's Europe. The last the last time Palace went to Europe was against St Etienne, I think. In no, the friendly. it was something like Trabzon Sport or something like that. <laughs> yeah, in the Intertoto Cup, remember? Of course, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, we, yeah we played that out. That was a Berlin long time, time, a long, long time ago. The, um, Anglo-Italian Cup in the early 70s. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Yeah. We're going way back then. <laughs> but, but, you know, <laughs> it, 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 means, it means so much to us. And I think the other thing as well is if, if we do get into Europe, it will force the, the, the financial hand and, that, and that's I, I can understand why Parish wants to you know you come in here a couple of years ago three years ago and this place is a toilet you know they, we had wood, I mean up until two seasons ago we had wood we still had wooden seats in the main stand and in the and, you know it was easy for the Charlton fans to rip those seats up and or try and set them on fire I'm glad <laughs> we've got the new you know the nice new ones up there but it you know it would mean a lot more financially and, and experience as well so playing Europe, some of our players would but be. There's something great about coming back somewhere. When you come to a ground like this that doesn't look like that kind of. What I was saying to you before, I don't. I'd feel if I came here, I was a fan. Yeah. But even now, as a United fan, I go to United and I feel like I'm a customer. Yeah. And I don't want to feel like a customer. No. Especially if you go in, you, know, you go to the pub before and you get to the ground, you kind of want to feel like you're in it. But you don't feel like you're in it at United. You feel like you're. Slightly. We can we can edit this bit out and do whatever, but we we we've been really close to, to our chairman. Well, we've obviously got four. One takes no part at all, but two of them really do. And we interviewed Steve Parrish in a pub just down the road, quite literally just down the road. And people, you know, people come here and they hate this place because they they call it a shithole. And he said, but it's our shithole. Mm. And that is, you know, not only is he our chairman, he's our fan, and he understands the ethos of, of the family side of it, about having the, the Croydon advertiser in with the kids, where Nick sits with his boys, you know, and the, and the family stand, you know, there's another section down at the Sainsbury's. The, the ethos is it, it, between us and, and Man United is on a completely, it's a different, different planet. You get 75,000 or 73,000, we get 24,000. We will... We're, we are 50 years away from Man United, but in spirit, we're 50 years ahead of them. But then, weirdly, if you look at your players on the pitch, yeah, there's not that much of a difference anymore. I mean, you've had a bit of a weird season because you've kind of dropped away quite quickly. Yeah, we had some terrible injuries, really. That 15th spot. <laughs> <laughs> but you look, you're t- you were running through your players before, and I was thinking. You've got Gale. You're talking about Gale coming off the bench. Well, if he's going to run at some of our defenders the way we've been defending recently, that's quite a scary prospect. Seventy minutes in, if it's mm-hmm. no no, isn't it? I think yeah. I mean, it, it's all about that. It's all about it's about Balassi, it's about Zaha in particular. Those two running at your defence. I fancy MacArthur and MacArthur and Jedinak against 
uh, against Rooney and, and uh, Carrick, I guess. Maybe no, not Carrick. Well, Carrick don't play. Fellaini. Yeah, Fellaini. Okay, Carrick. Carrick is a huge danger because well, he's he just ball, well, he just, so he does. He, he just sits there and passes a ball, yeah. and he can ping a ball. That, that would frighten me if he's playing. I hope he doesn't play. Well, we looked better when he came on the other day when he was yeah. sat on the bench. And Fellaini's just. I mean, he's no one's favourite, is he? So. <laughs> No one likes him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you guys like him. I don't think anyone he's likes him. And then he scores in that. Well, you know, yeah, he scores yeah. in the semi-final. So yeah. bang up his drink. Um, I think we'll, um, we'll we'll sort of end that. We'll give our let's, let's give our score predictions. But I'm gonna make you go first, Jim. What do you reckon? Extra time. One all extra time, and then United will win it. All right. I say I do think United will win it, but yeah. I, I could never good. say that anyone. I couldn't say opposite to that. No, so, exactly. But I think I, I, I can't say I'd walk out of the pub on Saturday surprised if you guys do. Well, I certainly would. I won't be walking out of a pub if we win it. <laughs> <laughs> carry me out. <laughs> Need it at the semi final. What do you think? One of them big bubbles on standby. <laughs> yeah, I need well, it. Yeah, just roll me back. What do you think, Nick? I think uh, we'll win 3 1. Not in extra time. Well, I think we'll win 3 1 as well. Really? Yeah, I do, yeah. yeah I've said. And, and the other thing as well is that. And I can only prove this through two people. Danny Topley's one of them. I said we would win a cup this year. Before it started, I said we would win a cup. Because when we had our team, as soon as Kabai joined, I said we'd win a cup. Well, we definitely targeted as well. That's yeah. the one thing. It was said It was said before a ball was kicked by the chairman, let's have a good go at a cup this year. It's something that the, the club has aimed to do. Uh, Tom, what do you think? Score. I think it's going to be 3-2. Um, I think he's going to go extra time as well. Um, I'd just love it to be someone like Wilf. Or um, maybe even Fraser Campbell scoring the winner. Cole Hero there. <laughs> In the making. In the making. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I still think he's off Emmerdale. Like of all the people to pick. Um, yeah. I, honestly, I think it's going to be. Oh, I think it's. I can't, I'm, gonna, it's I'm the last person to say it. It's going to be a really tedious 0 0 for about 70 minutes, and then one of the teams is going to nick it 1 0. And I've got to go with Palace because it's, you know, that's how it is. That's what I reckon. Mikey, what a tedious FA Cup yeah. That'll be a surprise, wouldn't it? The 20 quid that I won on, uh, on Yara scoring uh, score the first goal in the semi final, mm. I've still got a ticket indoors, so I've got to go out to cut the bookies and get me 20 quid and stick it on a Palace at 3 1. Stuff. That's what I'm going to do. Alright, lovely. Let's leave it there, gents. Thanks, everyone. Done? Done. Done. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? 
at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.